This is the Stay Healthy Experience with Robert Ferguson, Daniel Baldwin, and Barbara Chris. And um, today is an exciting day because we're going to have a candid conversation um, about uh, a very popular diet that's out there. Uh, we're not beating up anyone today. We're just going to have a conversation about it. Uh, and our guest today is someone who has an experience with this diet that we're going to talk about, and that is Teresa. Thank you for being here, Teresa. It is great to be here. Thanks for having me. So let's start off by you kind of sharing, like, you know, you gave me your bio instead of me reading it. Just kind of give Barbara and Daniel an overview of what your experience has been and the fact that you are this amazing mom who's making things happen. Well, thank you. Uh, so yes, I am a mom of four and uh, a wife of uh, Owen Video. We run a business together. We run a, a YouTube uh, coaching business. And uh, when I'm not running around trying to homeschool my kids during quarantine and running our business together, um, I love helping my friends and my family. Anybody who needs help with um, you know, their health issues when it comes to gut health. I'm a big gut health um, uh, fanatic. Um, I have my own health journey when it comes to gut health. I suffered for gosh, 10, 15 years with IBS and just daily pain um, and the beginnings of other autoimmune sim symptoms uh, that I finally was able to uh, heal and to be able to live a life without pain and with much more joy um, through changing my diet and adding some key supplements into my life. And uh, the Gundry program was part of my journey. It's not all my journey, but definitely part of it. Okay. Well, Daniel has an experience with Dr. Gundry. You want to Share a little bit of your experience, Daniel. You know, mine was um, uh, before I went on Diet Free Life, I, I went off to do um, a documentary film that required me to lose weight rapidly. Um, and although Diet Free Life is kind of meets you where you're at, um, I knew Robert had trained some of the most renowned fighters in, in the boxing world, the MMA world, with this program, pr particularly uh, Fargus, who, who I knew. Um, so um, I reached out to Robert to lose this weight. But before that, when I would lose weight for a film, and, there, and as an actor, an actor will tell you that they, work, they look for the three dreaded words. And the three dreaded words when they appear in a script will make you the bionic man quickly. And those words are, you look at page one, you look at page 10, and on page 21, it says, they make love. And as soon as you have to take your clothes off in front of 150 people that you don't know and put it on film, trust me, you want to get in shape. So I would use the Vital Reds because I, would, I did a lot of uh, fruit shakes and, and, and I would go throughout the day just eating fruit, in a in a in a uh, Vitamix with water. That's it. And then I and then I and, and that was before I knew how to how to balance the food. So I got turned on to Gundry by using his plant-based stuff and his Vital Reds as a supplement in the water and the fruit. And I would go weeks at a time as that being the only thing I would eat, with then maybe a small protein and slow carb at night as my one meal. And uh, and that helped me lose weight quickly. Um, I had great results with his stuff. Um, I never, I, but I was, I felt very hungry all the time on his stuff. Um, on Robert's program, I was never hungry. I, was, I, I ate a lot of things that I was told I couldn't eat. I just didn't know the combinations to eat them in properly. And uh, under Robert's tutelage, I went from 285 pounds February 7th to 228 pounds by July 8th. So in five months, I lost 55 pounds. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But I, I know Gundry stuff and I, you know, the lectins and the gut health and, and all of it. Um, Robin, uh, my significant other, is a huge gut person and she's, you know, so learned. I'm sure the two of you would become fast friends. Uh, um, she also is skeptical a little bit about Gundry. Now, Robert, I will tell you, who's going to try to bail out uh, is uh, 
buried me on Gundry. I'm going to tell you why it doesn't work. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so, so I know I'm teeing him up with this. This is an alley-oop in basketball. I'm just throwing that ball up by the rim. He's going to come in and thunder dunk this because he pretty much told me I was crazy to be on Gundry. So give it to me, Robert. <laughs> well, you know, it's one of those things, Daniel. The only reason why I would say that would be the same as if I said it to, if I was talking to my mom. If my mom was following this guy's program and she has access to me and what we do at Diet Free Life, mm -hmm. I would find that absolutely ludicrous. Uh, it would be overly sad, and I'm not talking about ego. It would just be like, I mean, really? Uh, but before that, you know, some people who are listening in right now, they've gotten to meet Teresa, they've heard from Daniel. Mm -hmm. And so Barbara, I asked Barbara if she would, you know, kind of give us some background information, just so that people have an idea of who we're talking about when we say Dr. Gundry. So could yes. you give us like a little brief bio of Gundry, Barbara? Yeah, absolutely. So Dr. Gundry, he um, has about 40 years in medicine. He got his undergrad from Yale University and then his MD from the Medical College of Georgia. Um, fast forward, in, at in 1985, he was invited to Loma Linda University, and that's where he served as professor of surgery and pediatrics for many years. Um, and then in about 2002, it states that he abruptly left his position there to open and, and where he founded his own practice called the International Heart and Lung Institute. And I guess I should also step back a little bit. He's well known for his work, obviously, as a heart surgeon, right? Okay. And then in 2008, uh, he published his first book on nutrition after Dr. Gundy's Diet Evolution. And then 2017 was when the plant paradox, I think, where a lot of people started hearing about him. That book was published, and then the sequel in 2018, The Plant Paradox Cookbook. So that's kind of a brief summary made, you know, uh, about him and his work in, in the medical field. So, Okay, so, so this is where my problem begins with Dr. Gunn. Mm -hmm. My problem begins, right? So, so being in a space uh, and being a marketer, and being a clinician and someone who has evidence-based, you know, studies that support our methodology. Uh, there's not many people that you meet that have done that. Uh, Aetna put up all the money for it. And the outcomes of our work was not only improving everyone's overall health. I mean, we're talking about triglycerides, reducing inflammation, uh, weight loss, body composition improvement, and the list goes on and on and on, right? So I'm coming from a place where I have I'm, I'm speaking from a place where we are evidence-based. Then, as a marketer and a guy who's done extremely well in the infomercial space, you learn a lot about the legalities that go around uh, perception. And when you put on a doctor's coat, for instance, I couldn't put on a doctor's coat and be on an infomercial because it would be uh, presumed that I'm a physician. And that would be almost like leading a witness or lying to the public. So when you look at someone like Dr. Gundry, amazing background. Yeah. Amazing. This guy's a cardiologist. He's, he's helped people. He knows a lot about, you know, uh, what he does and what, and, you know, then he discovered weight loss personally. And as a result of weight loss personally, he saw an opportunity to, in my opinion, exploit, exploit the ignorance that most people have. And that's not a negative. Uh, you guys heard me say many, many times that the biggest problem we have with reversing obesity is that the uninformed are influenced or led by the misinformed. And I know that 25% of all medical training schooling offers some form of nutrition that does not exceed 24 hours. So when you look at it like that, you go, okay, he lost weight. He knows a lot. He puts on the white coat. People are definitely going to listen to what he has to say. Mm -hmm. So just starting there. <laughs> and I know you had, you've had great you know, success, Teresa. And again, my goal is not to bash him because it it'll come across that way as we get into it. But the reality is if someone's going to lie or they're going to deceive, I'm gonna, I'm, I've always spoken up. It's kind of like going into the cage. You may outweigh me, Daniel Baldwin, but if it, if it goes to the mat, baby. <laughs> I predict. Okay. <laughs> I like that. That's when you bring in Mr. T. 
pain, right? Pain. So, so this lets me reverse it, and Teresa, because you've had great experience. So share with me, in your kind spirit way, yes. <laughs> uh, why you are a believer in this program. Sure. So it started with one of my good friends uh, was actually one of his patients and she suffers from lupus. And I watched her prior to seeing Dr. Gundry just in so much daily pain um, and suffering. And all of a sudden she was just looking better. She was feeling great. And, um, you know, through our conversation, she was saying, yeah, I'm seeing this doctor. Da, da, da. I never heard of him before. And, um, and then I, and then I saw this book come out and I saw the name and I, and I recognized it and I asked her if that was the same doctor. And she said, yes. Um, now again, I didn't have lupus. I had IBS, um, but I was starting to get some lupus like, uh, symptoms, you know, a lot more pain in my arms and some swelling. And of course living with daily pain, um, just with belly pain, no matter what I was at a point in my life where the only thing I could actually eat were like raw vegetables um, and that was it in order for me not to have the pain that I was going through. And it was just, I couldn't live like that. Um, I, I, had, uh, I had developed uh, dairy allergies, uh, wheat allergies. Wheat was making me feel depressed. Uh, dairy just tore me up. Um, and so I was looking for something to, to help. So I read his book cover to cover in like a week. And there was a lot of um, studies that he referenced. There's a lot of anecdotal stories about patients that he had. And what really struck me in his book was really not the weight loss. That part seemed to me like a side note, like, hey, as a added bonus, you might lose some weight. But his big focus in the plant paradox was how uh, this diet could really help heal your gut, which it could be responsible for all sorts of autoimmune issues. Um, and so what I did was I went through his three phases. So there's a, a three-day um, kind of reset uh, where you eat just vegetables and, uh, you know, some olive oil and uh, really low amount of meat. And you kind of limit yourself with everything else. And then for the next six weeks, you do cut out all lectins. It's pretty intense. Um, and then he recommends after that kind of a bring it back in and see how you feel. Um, when I started to bring it back in, I was, my stomach was just back to having issues again. So I actually went a little longer and I continued the lectin free for about, I would say about 12 weeks. And then I started slowly bringing some things back in and I was able to handle so much more. And now I am able to eat a wide variety of foods, including some lectins, um, and not feel sick anymore. My belly doesn't hurt anymore. Um, I have more energy and I did happen on a side note, happened to lose 10 pounds. That wasn't the goal. The, the, it was getting rid of my belly pain and getting rid of the pain that I was feeling in my arms and those other autoimmune issues. Okay. Well, that was, that was great. And thank you for doing that. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to share something just to kind of like set the stage for this guy that we're dealing with, Dr. Gundry. Yeah. Uh, but in, based on what you're saying, this gives you some background. I know a lot about microbiome. I've studied gut health since 2011. Um, I've done a ton of work with researchers, scientists, people who are like FDA cleared, et cetera, about gut health. So I know a good amount about it. And I have a real popular client that I help go from wearing only black to wearing white, who is the face of lupus named Tony Braxton. So Tony does diet-free life. She didn't avoid lectins. She ate a hell of a lot of them. Because anything that's plant-based, you're going to have some lectins for the most part. And certain foods are going to have more lectins, which is just a protein, you guys. And when you cook it, it gets denatured. But we're going to go into that. So it worked out for you. And you avoided lectins, right? I did for 12 weeks, yes. It worked out for Tony Braxton. And she ate a hell of a lot of lectins. Who was talking about a lot of the same issues that you're sharing. So there's a lot of ways to get to the outcome. If you can eat lectins and get there, then it kind of squashes a lot of his theory on the fact that lectins are negative, right? And I'm sure you guys have all heard of blue zones. So blue zones are areas around the world where people live the longest. Yes. People are the healthiest. Quality of life is, is the best. And their nutrition habits are extremely high in consuming lectins. So the blue zones would totally be void if he was accurate. Right? So everyone's talking about blue zones would be totally wrong. The people in Okinawa who live the longest, the majority of the sanitarians in the world are eating beans. They're tearing up some rice, white, brown, wild, you name it. 
But where I started to get upset or bothered by Dr. Gundry, aside from the fact that I believe there's a lot of deception, I do believe you can get a great results with his program. I think you can get great results with Dr. Atkins, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig. I think there's a whole bunch of ways of losing the weight. But again, I'm one of those people that I like to meet people where they are, and I don't like people to be bullied. And right. so I felt that there were some, some lies. So I want to share something, and then I want Daniel and Barbara to like weigh in on it. Okay, so I'm going to share my screen. See if I can do this without breaking. I'm sharing my screen now too. Well, we we always yeah. You are sharing your screen. Yes. Okay. Can you guys see my screen? Yeah, I see white. Oh, now here it is. Yeah. So you see, um, it says Dr. Gundry, right? Yeah. Can everybody see that really well? Yes, it's clear. Okay, so I'm just going to play this a snippet. So let's watch this. Well, check out the first citation. Chapter one, citation one, forget everything you thought you knew was true. Diet books love saying that. For example, eating shellfish and egg yolks dramatically reduces total cholesterol. What? Egg yolks reduce cholesterol? <laughs> what is this citation? This is the paper he cites, and here it is. By now, you know how these studies go. How do you show a food decreases cholesterol? You remove so much meat, cheese, and eggs that overall your saturated fat falls. In this case, about 50%. If you cut saturated fat in half, of course cholesterol levels are gonna drop. So they got a drop in cholesterol removing meat, cheese, and egg yolks. Yet that's the paper he uses to support his statement that egg yolks dramatically reduced cholesterol. I mean, it's unbelievable. That's the opposite of the truth. Add egg yolks to people's diets and their cholesterol goes up. I mean, how dare he say this? And it's not like some you know, harmless foolishness like saying the earth is flat or something. Heart disease is the number one killer of men and women. This could actually hurt people. Okay. So you know how you mentioned he cites certain things? He opens up his book with that statement. And that's from Nutrition Facts, a bunch of peer-reviewed physicians that come together, and they all are in full agreement that what he's doing is a disservice to, to the average person. Absolutely. Comment yeah. on that, Daniel? <laughs> I, like the, I like the taste of Vital Reds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Barbara, that's on, the, on, on just that first citation. The kind of person that would put a book out like that and make that statement. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I want to just thank Teresa for coming on and sharing her, her experience with this. But, you know, what I have to say too, I think overall that's the biggest problem I have with, you know, with him or what the information he's putting out there is taking citations like that, that for the, I think the average person would take it as like, oh, then this has got to be gospel. He's citing a, you know, a published study. And when you take it out of context like that, it is so such a disservice, you know, to, to people. And uh, that's, I, you know, in general, whether it's him or anybody else, when they take citations like that, you know, and out of context, it's a huge deal. Let, you know. so, so Teresa and you guys, you guys know I'm like, I'm really not wanting to bash on him. And I think what Teresa has done and what she does in her work is amazing. And I think yeah. it's really cool that she's willing to like come on and talk like when my mom was doing Weight Watchers and she lost weight, I would have her on and we would talk about Weight Watchers. I think there's a lot of great things about Weight Watchers. And I like the fact that there's structure in this book that gets people becoming more mindful of their eating. It gives them some structure where they're not overindulging on a lot of the foods that they were eating. And all of this at the end of the day, Teresa, and where our work is, is that I'm a big believer to give people real education mm -hmm. so that they can make the most of their situation instead of just putting them on another uh, diet or structured program that doesn't really educate them, it just gets them going and then it drops them off. And hopefully, I mean, like you, it seems like you're already mindful, you're an entrepreneur, that you're gonna like take control of certain parts of your life. But what about the people who aren't in a position and have that creative ability that after they get to the end point to be able to make it work in their life? Well, I think 
you know, Barbara brings up that mention about taking things out of context. And I think, you know, you make an, a good point about uh, Gundry kind of making these, these bold statements right away. And I think that, you know, looking at that one, that one comment that he might make by itself, sure, that's, that could be potentially dangerous if no one uh, reads through everything else. And, you know, you make those, you make some good points about, you know, uh, the combinations of foods that one eats and how, uh, the cholesterol lowered, but they were also lowering all these other elements of their diet. And so what I found when I was reading through it and is that you got to read through the whole book. Um, and he, it's not like he, it, of course, if you're eating egg yolks along with, you know, all sorts of bread and pastas and this and this and that, you're, you're not going to see those types of benefits. It's the combinations of foods that he really talks about. And, and, and if you read through it, it's really, you do eat a lot more vegetables. You're eating a lot less, um, of these, uh, slower carbs, I think is the language that you use, Robert, um, which could be contributing, I think, to how some of these more fattening foods or cholesterol, you know, risk foods could, could damage you. Um, so if you're not going to read the book, if somebody's not going to read the whole book and they're going to take these things out, I, I, I agree a hundred percent. Um, so as someone like myself, I, I don't just take something that I read and go, Oh, okay. He said that cholesterol, eggs are, uh, you know, can increase uh, or decrease cholesterol. I'm just going to eat a whole bunch of eggs every day, but continue my lifestyle. I'm going to go dig into it and find out what are some of the other things that I need to do. So I think that's why it was successful for me is that instead of just seeing what foods I shouldn't eat or what foods I, and, and some of these foods that are like controversial, you know, oh, you could actually eat that. I actually started to eat better in that where I was used to eat, eating constantly like pastas and maybe zucchini. Instead, I started exploring these other vegetables that I never had even known about because they just weren't part of my usual California diet. Things like cauliflower, things like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, onions, and, and so forth that were adding, um, I think, a lot more fiber into my diet, um, which contributes, I think, to that overall health that you guys were talking about. So average person going forward, I think that you're going to need people out there to make things more simple for them so that if they don't want to actually read a whole book, things that they could go off on. Um, and then for there's people like myself who are a bit geekier and willing to just spend hours just reading through and doing things 100% the, the way that it's intended, you're going to have different outcomes. That's true. So I'm going to share some responses I got from people who have read the whole book. Okay. Oh, cool. So there's a gentleman by the name of T. Colin Campbell. You guys ever heard that name? Yes. And Thomas Campbell. They're the authors of this study. It's a pretty thick book. I've read it twice in great detail called The China Study. Uh, and there was a friend of mine who had a product that went to market that this China study basically pointed a finger at his product saying that it is, there's a good likelihood that it can contribute to uh, causing cancer. And so I brought it to his attention. We looked at every citation. I'm no longer friends with this guy. Um, and there was money thrown at me. I'm shocked, Ferg. I'm shocked. Go we'll ahead. put it this way. I'm, I'm not going to go out like that. If, if, there's, if, if there's a potential harm that can be done uh, and the information's off, then I'm, I'm going to call you on it. And, and I always ask people call me on it. And they have. You know, 15 years ago, I would have a tough time being on a board and, and, and debating about nutrition-related things. But I'm in a different place now, right? So that being said, these two authors of the China study uh, identify serious flaws in the references used in Gundy's claims. Their concluding statement was this. We can only hope that this newly invented fad, based on such unethical and self-serving behavior, will pass quickly. Now, these two guys are pretty respected, okay? Uh, if you ever watch Fork Over Knives, you know, you'll run into these guys. Then this guy named David Katz, okay? He's a physician. His name is always in articles. Founder of the True Health Initiative. He also questioned Gundry's work. Dr. Katz concluded by saying this after reading the whole book. So, do you need to fear lectins now, Dr. Gundy, who reportedly will be happy to sell you supplements to replace the nutrients present in the foods he is telling you not to eat, says yes. I say hold your breath and count to a thousand while contemplating 
the, theor the theoretical uh, toxicities of oxygen. Long before you finish, the truth will likely come to you in a gasp. So I don't think Dr. Gundy's gonna be inviting him over for dinner. Uh, <laughs> Michael Greger, MD, evaluated the entire book and he says, Dr. Gundry's The Plant Paradox is wrong. It is wrong. And I can go on and on and on. And I have teed up a um, uh, thing from the Mayo Clinic. Their lead nutritionist or dietitian said that this absolutely makes no sense. There's no science to back it. And um, a whole bunch of people, and the list goes on and on. I mean, I have like a, a ton of people. And I guess, <clears throat> Again, if it worked for you, great. There's a lot of ways to lose weight. So if someone, you know, you and Tony Braxton both have gout, she eats all the things that you're saying you avoided and she gets amazing results. Mm -hmm. You avoid them, you get amazing results. At the end of the day, if you're better off, great. Mm -hmm. But if you are living your life thinking that lectins are negative, right. then to me, that's a disservice. Right. And a lot of the studies, you guys, is based on there's one study, and I still need to get it to you. When they looked at animals, what they did is they had animals consume raw foods that were rich in lectins, uh, whole wheat, like wheat, uh, beans, and they all had, you know, uh, inflammation uh, was increased. They had some uh, gastrointestinal challenges, uh, discomfort, pain, etc. But understand that you must eat those foods raw. Who have you ever met? I've never met anyone who eats raw beans. Yeah. Any, you guys? No. You get pasta out and just start eating it? It's gotta be horrible for you. <laughs> it's not Italian, right? So that's, so Teresa, that's where like my biggest problem is like I say, dude, no one's eating raw beans. Right. We're cooking our food. Yeah. And for you to say that it's gonna like cause all these problems, I mean, now you have people avoiding certain foods that we know have a whole bunch of benefits to them. Yeah. So here's my question to you, Robert. For those of us like myself, like Tony, who, um, you know, who are suffering from autoimmune issues, what, what was the reason why? If it's not getting rid of the lect lectins then, why, why did it work? Like what were some other things that I was doing that maybe were right that you, you agree with or, or that you implement in your diet-free life that is actually helping people with autoimmune issues no longer struggle? Well, in, in the world of nutrition, we have this thing called food elimination. And food elimination is when, it works really well. When you have someone that comes in, they say they have like some problems in their gut or they, have, like, they feel like bloated or some swelling here and there. What you do is you strip down most, almost all the foods that they're eating. And then you go seven days and you see like, do you still have those symptoms? which is kind of like what you did. Then sometimes if they'll say, let's bring back in the foods slowly. And then when the symptoms reappear, then let's take the food back out. The symptom goes away. Then let's bring it back in. And then they discover it. Um, I think that anytime someone focuses, is, becomes mindful and they focus on eating certain foods, avoiding certain foods, they're going to get some type of weight loss. And when you experience some type of weight loss, oftentimes, the side benefit is reduced inflammation, better energy levels, sleep better, and the list just goes on and on and on. So even with Dr. Atkins, which I thought his book and the work he did was amazing, and I have definitely leveraged and borrowed off of what he's done in the past, but most people don't read the whole book. Uh, they don't read that part where it says, slowly bring carbs back in, right? <laughs> they go from like 100, I mean, from zero to 100 miles an hour. Right. Um, so my answer to your question is somewhere in that avoidance, certain things take place. The body starts to readjust. You feel relief. And then as a result, you go, okay, well, it must have been that. Mm -hmm. it, it had to be that. Mm -hmm. um, and then that becomes your truth because you have that experiential with it. And because you have that personal experience, it, it be, you, it, you take it very seriously and you're willing to defend it because you know that you did it. And you know how it's helped your life. And so anyone who's saying something different, it's like they must be crazy. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to step up and support what I know to be true. Sound familiar, Teresa? Yes, indeed. <laughs> 
I think for me, my biggest ones, um, and I think a lot of people that I talk to seem to struggle with it, is the dairy and wheat seem to be like the biggest culprits that I know with people when it comes to just them not feeling well. And, you know, it's, 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 that's tough to have to deal with when you live an American diet where wheat and dairy are such a huge, you know, mainstay of our diet. How do you, how, like, is that part, as part of diet-free life, do you, do you teach that in moderation or do you have like the, what's your approach with those? Well, I'll, I'll, you brought up a really good point. <clears throat> We live in a world where it's kind of like this whole, when we had the Dr. Drew on and we had a great uh, interview with him, uh, we were talking about how there's just a lack of clarity around health. There's a lack of clarity around, you know, what to eat, losing weight. Uh, there's a lot of things that are conflicting. The U.S. government is saying eat this way. Then you got people who are battling it. You know, we have the freedom of speech. I can write a book and I can say this is the way to go. But when you look at the data worldwide, you quickly discover that 90% of Asians are lactose intolerant. Over 70% of African Americans are lactose intolerant. 50% of everybody is lactose intolerant. Um, Latinos, you know, lactose intolerant. The numbers are so high, but yet the government and everyone is saying, no, drink the milk. Yes. Consume the milk. And then walking around and your stomach's bothering you. And even when you find out that you're lactose intolerant, sometimes you go, you know, I'm just going to have to dive in. <laughs> because, because the taste is so Nachos much better. Nachos are good. Right. <laughs> so, you know, when, when that's the case, why is the government and why are, you know, so much focus on getting us to consume the, same, the thing that actually is causing a lot of the problems? And follow the money, Ferg. It's, it's all about follow the money. You're absolutely right, Daniel. It's the USDA. So it's kind of like you, we have to get educated. Like when I would go in front of boards and physicians at these big companies, and I would say, guys, the way we're going to get everyone healthier is education. Ah, no. Nah. No, it's all about getting gardens in the urban communities. It's all about, and everyone's chasing the effects instead of reversing the cause. And I'm just real big on reversing the cause and the success of getting everyone healthier to me in my opinion and what i've learned is education right i mean that's a great point that's huge and this actually this is a question for you Teresa. kind of on that point that robert made there about just education is um and i was kind of looking into the topic into this whole um his book um, one of the you know the biggest i guess arguments against it is the fact that, you know, is the lectins as a large food. Basically, when you come across this, it basically says eliminate this entire food group, you know, for your, you know, your solution. And one of the biggest arguments against it is obviously that with lectins, the way you prepare it, the way if you cook it, it totally can, you know, change the way it's impact on the body, right? And my question then is when I come across that information with on the internet, um, I don't, see that angle as far as hey there's there's maybe there's a how for you not necessarily having to eliminate this entire food group as bad maybe there's a how to to do this better for you does the average it seems like does the average person get that because it seemed like that didn't come across to me it seems like just take <clears throat> forever is that yeah, I, I would agree that there's definitely a lot of marketing there in that, you know, what, what works in marketing, right, uh, is ruffling feathers, saying something that seems <clears throat> counterintuitive. It's the shock value. So that brings people in. But if they stop right there, they're not going to understand, uh, right? So like for me, um, you know, pressure cooking my beans really helps uh, break down uh, more of those lectins. It makes it a little bit more uh, helpful for me to be able to digest. Um, you know, when I take a cucumber, I'll eat a cucumber. I love it. Um, but I make sure I, I'll skin, I'll take off the skin on that one. Um, tomatoes, you know, uh, even the Italians will, uh, you know, if you look at the actual original recipes, they blanched their tomatoes and de-skinned them before they made their sauce. Um, and it does, it helps, it helps you be able to digest it and not get the belly issues that come along with it. So there's ways to eat them. 
um, and, and ways to reduce kind of the excessive amount of it. You know, eating also just fruits and vegetables that haven't been shipped in from across the other side of the world where they're picking them uh, when they're not even ripe. And now you're eating this, this fruit that's been ripened with gases. Instead, you know, eating local, eating local uh, fruits and vegetables that have been picked ripe are going to be easier on your belly. Those are all different strategies that you can work around with, uh, with eating lectins. Um, but if you do find that your belly's sensitive to them, because you're more of a canary like me, where, you know, there's some people just more sensitive to things than others. I found that the, those have been ways that I can eat them and not um, have the, the belly issues and the inflammatory issues that I was having prior um, to getting my healing. Right. Okay. So that's the big, that's the big factor. It's that last word that you said, the flammatory lectins create and, and, and are high in histamines and a vast majority of people like Robert was talking about do not realize the number of people that are allergic to these histamines and they're directly linked to inflammation so when you eliminate those lectins from you you are taking and lowering that inflammation level in your body which is why you find some people that get great results with Dr. Gundry's program they're eliminating a huge amount of inflammation that's occurring in their in their innards, in their stomach, in their bowel. You'll see people that have major bowel problems do very well with Gundry's program of, of eliminating because they've lowered their inflammation so much. Okay, so this is crazy. Like, <laughs> I love your face. Your face is priceless. Like, I, Daniel, how much do you, what do you really know about histamines? Because it's not something that is being consumed. It's, it's something that takes place from the inside. Yeah. Like a lot of people think of that. Bring the doctor in. Hang on. <laughs> We're going to tag team you. Go ahead. Um, and hi. Hey, what's up there, Robin? How you doing? It's me. I was wondering <laughs> who that beauty was. All right, Robin. I'm in, the, I'm in the process. We've been traveling for a couple of days. I'm in the process of getting ready to uh, wash my face. And but anyway, I know so much about health not just gut health but um overall health hormones all of that stuff when you go to the top specialists in the world and over 200 doctors plus i've been interested in my entire life i know a lot but anyway so everybody is the same but also different everyone's microbiome is different because they've eaten and breathed and done different things and their stress levels different their bodies are just everybody's different but one of the key factors is, is you have to lower your inflammation and you have to give your body the tools in order to heal properly. Um, one of, you have, your, your body's alive. I truly believe living foods have enzymes in them that are critical for your body. Living food, living body, living foods. For, we're talking about gut health. Um, Dr. Gundry puts, there's enzymes. Enzymes are critical for your health, for your body to function properly, absorb nutrients properly. So enzymes are one of the keys to radiant health. Lowering your inflammation is one of the keys. Um, so there are a lot of people, especially if they do the 23andMe test, which so many people are doing, they can learn that some people do not do well with histamines. They just don't, and they don't do well with nightshades at all. So by cutting a lot of foods out that cause a reaction, for, for many, many people, a lot of people, not everybody, because some people don't have that problem, but a lot of people are going to see more successful results if they follow it for a long term. Like you can't really do something for three days and go, okay, I'm all better. It's, it's a process. You have to give your body the time to heal. So, okay. all right, you guys, we're getting, we're getting off focus a little bit <laughs> because in the very beginning of this, 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 uh, this invite, I share with you guys that we have, that we are an evidence base. So my gut is telling me that you guys either didn't hear that or you don't really understand what that means. Because when I'm sitting on a board and if I was with Dr. Gundy, he would have to be quiet and listen to something that I have that he has not done and the likelihood of him doing, I don't see it happen. A thousand people in our set all did dietary life and all who did it got amazing results cholesterol down triglycerides down body composition improved weight loss down clarity energy on and on and on eating all the things that i just heard you guys say that people should avoid really 
So if we're gonna, if you're gonna have it, you know, if we didn't have an evidence-based study in place, then okay, yeah, we would all kind of give our opinion about this and that. But you can't say what we're saying. It, it's, it's not true. I can, I can get hundreds of, I can get over 20 physicians come on here and share with you guys how they all lost over 100 pounds, eating all the foods you guys are saying, but they ate them, in the words of Daniel Baldwin, in the right proportion mm -hmm. and combined in the right way. There was no foods that were off the table. Now, if you're lactose intolerant, of course, you don't have the enzyme to break it down. You don't have lactate. It ain't going to happen. You're just going to have inflammation and you're going to have some gut problems. But we can, we can, that's Around clinical. That. That's mm -hmm. clinical. So I guess at the end of the day, I'm saying if, if you're sitting in a room, Teresa, mm -hmm. with 100 people and some physicians, and they're all, you're saying, yeah, yeah, I didn't eat that. And they go, oh, I ate that. But both of you are happy with your outcomes. Who's right? I mean, help me, help me get that part. No, I, what, I, I, what I like hearing from you is if I, was, if I was given two options, hey, you can be healed, <coughs> eat, not eating these foods, right? No more, no more delicious Mexican food because that's full of lectins. <laughs> or eating these foods, but in the right proportions and uh, combinations. I would definitely be more intrigued in the one with the proportions and the and the, you know, combinations for sure. Um, so what I would want to know, and maybe this is, you know, too, uh, too short of a session, you know, to, for you to be able to share is how do you then, is, is, it, is it the proportions and the combinations that heal the gut? What, what do you implement as part of Diet Free Life to, to heal people of gut issues, which seem to be foundational to so many health issues that we have today? Well, one, you want to eat a variety of food. That's, that helps with the diversity in your gut biome. Um, the people who, because, and it's constantly changing, right? Because you could eat spinach today, and I was talking to Daniel about this, and it works great for you. But in 10 years, your body may not respond well with spinach. And spinach, even though most will say it's, it's healthy, it may not be ideal for your microbiome, for your gut bacteria. Hmm. So, as Robin said, you know, great, everyone, we're all so different and the gut is so unique. You know, it's not just what you consume, it's, it's how you think, it's the, the, the air quality that you live in. I mean, there's so many like factors that, that come into play when it deals with your gut bacteria. And we know that, you know, your gut uh, flora is what, 70% responsible for your immune system. So I would say, okay, as we were going through COVID-19, some of my tips that I've been sharing is don't do, don't consume anything that we know is harder to digest compared to things that are easier to digest. So we know that if it was an extremely fatty steak, that's way much more difficult <coughs> to digest than if you ate some broccoli. Um, we know that if it's deep fried, it's probably going to create some disruption in your gut bacteria. And that won't be a good thing if you want to maximize your immune system. So, Again, there's so much to say, and I don't yeah. need to be right. I really don't. But I'm always going to question like things that just just don't make sense. Right. And it's not that his program, but his program worked for you, and his supplements worked for Daniel. And I think that's I think that is great. I just don't like how he opened up that book with some deception. I don't like saying that lectins are negative, and that people need to avoid certain foods that we know have way more benefit. And I would love him to come out and say, hey, this is based on eating raw beans, people. Right. Like just, you know, and then everybody's going to look at him and go, I don't know. Nobody does that. <laughs> well, I, yeah, that, that, like I said at the start of the show, those are the, those are the, obviously the big things I have issue with is, yeah, that study's based on eating raw beans and things like that. It's like, how's that even applicable to the real issues that someone might be having? You know, if they're, they're apples and oranges. Well, Teresa, you know, our biggest challenge with Diet Free Life, and we're now, finally, we had a, a big we, hurdle we had to jump over yesterday, Daniel, which I haven't had a chance to share with you, because we're putting together a whole bunch of things to really grow Diet Free Life, and not just for the average person, but people who have diabetes. Um, and we had some challenges with Facebook, because the word diet is in Diet Free Life. Mm. We, were at it, we were on the blacklist. 
And yesterday, after over a week of working on this, they finally like gave us, they gave us approval. God. You're like diet free. It's just no I mean, diet. I mean, you know how difficult that is? Like our whole campaign is based on, on running ads and, and using Facebook and Google ads, AdWords and all that. And they were saying, no, you can't use that word. <laughs> wow. but it's it's good marketing it's good marketing robert i mean in in the end you're you, again you're, you're using a, a word right that someone so many of us have come to know is a good thing you got to be on a diet a diet that's how you get healthy you got to get on a diet and and now you're saying this shocking your 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 whole premise is this shocking st statement that no we don't have to be on a diet we can actually live a life free of a diet and be healthy and i think that's smart marketing on your part for sure well, thank you. Coming from a marketer, we really appreciate that. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Ferg when I get home on the wrestling mat. No. And I'm going <laughs> to eat his cauliflower ear. That's what I'm going to do. Diet-free lifestyle. Well, you know, uh, it's funny. Like, Daniel has brought this to my attention many times. And, and, and I, Barbara, you brought this up also. How we should take a breath and maybe one day do a show. And this is an answer to your question, Teresa. And just explain to people quickly how the diet for life method works. Yeah. So how is it that people are able to eat pasta? How do what are the recommendations and guidelines around pasta where they're able to eat it and feel like they've dropped some body fat, inflammation's reduced, all these things improve, but they're eating this the thing that many people and many of my colleagues would say they should avoid. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I would watch that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to set get, I say you give me two weeks and we get Gundry to come on the show. Can you uh, do that? You got it? I, I reached out to him. I reached out to him twice. Bert, you better ask somebody. It's me okay. calling now. Well, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, let's hey, do that. Robert, I'll be on your side on one thing, though. Daniel and I do go back and forth about this. I don't believe in taking, like, powdered supplements like that. I believe in eating real food. I'm with I agree. I'm real food too, yeah. I'm 100%. Yeah. I, I believe in the pharmacy, F-A-R-M. Me too. <laughs> yeah, real, real foods. So when Daniel gets his powder stuff out, I'm like, oh. But he, it works for him, not for me. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's almost like hypnosis, right? Because if you do the powder thing, it kind of like is that trigger that says, all right, I'm focused, I'm mindful, I have my structured day. You know what I mean? It's kind of like if you, like, if I don't have my cough, well, well, I'm well look at look at this, look at this. So when I'm and for me, the most success, and I'm talking total wellness. My diabetes was off the charts. My my triglycerides and my cholesterol were over three thousand. I was you know fifty plus pounds overweight, which in this country is the definition of obesity, and. <clears throat> When I supplement every so often, you know, even today, the other day I had a, I had a shake and I threw a scoop of Vital Reds on it. Um, I'll say this, my portions on Diet Free Life, which is what got all of those factors back in order for me, the, the sugar, the cholesterol, the weight, all of it. So my total wellness was greatly enhanced by being on Diet Free Life. That's good. I would have... Um, you know, when I when I stuck with the keep your protein to the, the the size of your hand or less, fast carb, slow carb. When I would do things in between for my snacks, I will from time to time add a supplemental powder because I'm taking in far less food. And if I'm in doing it during a training regime where I'm getting ready to do a movie, my body is is asking for more for more um, calories at that time. And I'm not somebody, I'll be 60 years old this year. And so I'm not somebody that can put that kind of time on a basketball court and then the gym. I don't have the time. And my body hurts too much afterwards. I can't do the same workout I did even at 45. I just can't anymore. So um, ha taking a supplement every so often, which is why I've told Robert, yes, it's ultimately better to, to eat living foods and to do these things. But if you need something to carry the day, you know what I mean, or something extra, I've been dying for Robert to come out with what he would advise would be the diet free life supplemental line. You know, make, uh, mm. some, uh, some, but there's gotta be some out there that are worth backing Robert. I don't know. There's some, there's some good products out there. 
and I like supplements. Supplements are good. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get it. We gotta get the the the, the, the diet free life uh, formula out. Yeah. I, I think what's key is that supplements are supposed to be supplemental, not foundational, right? right? A foundational right, should be a right. good, healthy, well-balanced diet, uh, and supplements is is you know filling in when when um, when you're not able to do it that day as well as you usually do. Exactly, that's what I like to use them for. You know, like right now, I'm right in between times when I would eat, and I got to go run and do this other thing, and I could use a shake or something that picks me up a little bit that isn't going to fatten me up bad and helps me get to that next meal. I could use that right now. And there, and there's, you know, real strong advice with diet for life on how to snack and what numbers you add up on a snack to make it a fat burning snack. But at the end of the day, I'm busy and I need to, I'd like to open the refrigerator, unscrew a cap, knock that bad boy down, know that my, my, my hunger has been quenched and get to the next meal and, and get through my day. So I'm still waiting for Ferg to come out. You know, Robert's smiling. We're going to call it Electro. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> call it electro Juice. All what right. do you think, Babs? That is Electro. No, I, I get it. I mean, I think it's truly, it comes down, it's really down to just that education part and educating people and, you know, empowering them to look past. Like sometimes, yeah, we you see someone wearing a white coat, they're a doctor or whatever. And you just assume everything they have to say is right. And, uh, take a little closer, harder look at maybe some of those claims and um, there's some holes in there. So Teresa, I have a question for you. So we have yes. a, a good 10 minutes, you guys. So my question, so it's a, I'm, I'm gonna share with you guys a real life story and there's a question in it for Teresa. And I would love if you guys wanna weigh in on it, it'd be great. Okay. So I, I go to the barbershop once a week, at least, right? When life is normal <laughs> and um, I'm in the barbershop and I see this guy, his nickname is Lucky. So Lucky sees me, he goes, hey, what's up, Ferg? <laughs> I hadn't seen him in a while, I go, hey man, how you doing? And so in the barbershop, there's usually a lot of guys in there and they're talking about some of everything, right? So we're in there and he goes, yeah, man, I'm down six pounds. I go, oh, that's great. And so, you know, people in the community, they know, they're waiting to hear what I'm gonna say. And I go, man, that's, that's, that's really cool. I said, so what are you doing? He goes, man, I was watching TV about a month ago, right? And I see this, this infomercial, and, it, and they're talking about this tea. And you can drink this tea, and it'll help you, like, you know, shrink down. You'll drop some body fat. And I said, wow, so how often you got to do the tea? He says, at, at the, you have to do it twice a day. You know, in the morning, and you got to do it in the evening. I was like, wow. So everybody's intrigued. I said, you're down six pounds. He goes, yeah. I said, was there anything else? He goes, like, what do you mean, is there anything else? I said, well, I mean, you're drinking the tea. Is there like a nutrition plan or anything, that, like exercise to go with it? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah. So you got to eat three meals a day and uh, fish, chicken, and vegetables. I was like. <laughs> so, I think where you're going with this. So, uh, you're, so you're telling me that you, you know, you pay, how much, I said, how much do you pay for that? Dude, 120 Oh I was like, okay. I said, look, I have a new weight loss program that I'm going to start next month. He goes, oh, what is it? I said, I'm going to go to Costco and I'm going to buy 30 bottles of water. I'm going to take the wrappers off and put my own sticker on it. And you have to drink this water, you know, three of these a day. Okay. But you, you can only eat chicken, fish, and vegetables. And almost everybody in the barbershop wanted to sign up. <laughs> they all wanted to sign up. And I was like, are you kidding me? Good marketing. People are just looking for something. And they're, they're not even thinking about being educated. It's, it's, like, exactly, it's exactly the truth. Um, yes. Unbeknownst to a lot of people before I became an actor, I had a sports information service where I didn't take bets that would be illegal, but I was a stockbroker for gamblers. You paid me to tell you who to bet on. <laughs> and after we would have a bad weekend, my entire sales force of about 60 guys would go, bro, we lost four out of five games with our picks. We're never going to sell any anybody this week. All my clients that I have are not going to want to know what we're going to do next weekend. And I'd look them right in the eye and say, you really think it has anything to do with how we do? 
on the games? It doesn't. It has to do with the action. It has to do with the juice. It has to do with them wanting to be, just like Teresa said earlier, you say diet. Everybody wants to say they're on some kind of diet. They're watching their diet or they're doing something with their diet. So you're right. The problem is how much misinformation and how many things out there that really don't consistently work that are still making billions and billions of dollars that aren't based on any sound scientific evidence and proof. That's why diet-free life is successful because it's based on sound scientific evidence that can't be disproven like these other diets. You can't challenge it. It works, not sometimes, it works every time. And it sounds to me like it's sustainable. Oh, that right. right? That was, a, that was a good, that was a good run there, Daniel. No. <laughs> you, you, want, you, want, you might want to put, point the camera on the money and let me sell it for you. Okay. <laughs> you know, I got to echo on that too. So, you know, Teresa, my background, I spent close to 20 years in the aerospace industry. And in the, you know, we're dealing with a lot of like regulations all the time. I was in occupational health. And so we're dealing with regulators and looking at studies, things like <coughs> factual evidence base. And so, you know, years later, when I, when I learned about Robert and Diet Free Life and the entire methodology, the first thing I asked for is, because I know there is a white paper on the methodology. That was one of the first things I asked for, just from the background that I come from and wanting to, you know, understand when people are talking about these like studies or citations, what exactly is in there. And it's impressive. It's, it's just impressive how, how it works. Well, what intrigues me and what I like about it is that it seems sustainable. It's something that you can, the word life is in there. You can do this the rest of your life, you know, living on a diet of just like supplements all the time or living a life where you can never eat this food or never eat that food. That's not a, that's not a life that anybody would want to live. Uh, and it's not even sustainable. You're going to fail. You're going to struggle at it. Um, so being able to find something that works and that you can do the rest of your life and enjoy and see the results. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you? So um, yeah. that's what I like and what I'm hearing about this diet-free life. Absolutely. So Teresa, what, how many kids do you have? I have four. Congratulations. Thank you. There yep, all C-sections, by the way. So You saw a few back there. <laughs> I know. And I yeah. warned them. I said they were supposed to stay out of the room. So mama's going to be having some talking. <laughs> with them when we're done but it'll be back to homeschool we're doing the whole school like last week of school and then thank god for summer and then we'll see what happens in the fall but that's i think the the interesting balance right now is working and homeschooling kids which so many moms are having to do right now and dads for sure you about to say hey, something Bert, i got i've been beeped in four times by john collins you better wrap it up <laughs> yeah we're wrapping it up baby we're wrapping it up <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I ask that because, um, I mean, you are, you know, we'll make your uh, information available for people to sure. follow you, uh, Teresa. I think that you're awesome. Um, Thanks. Your energy is great. You know, thank you for, you know, coming into the pit. Because um, our goal was not to, uh, I just wanted, like, I, I think it's great that you were able to share a positive of the experience that you had. And I hope you can see that I'm, I don't want to, I'm not trying to be mean personally. I just, there's certain things I don't like how he markets. Um, so I guess that's more of my concern is I feel right. that people are somewhat taken advantage of uh, as a result of their lack of knowledge. Understandably so. Thanks for having me. It's been great. And I enjoy, I, you know, I love health. So just talking about it, this is one of my favorite things to do. I could do it all day. If I, if in another life, I would have been a, you know, a, probably a nutritionist myself or a doctor or something like that. So thanks for having me. Well, you're yeah. good on camera, isn't she, Daniel? Great. She knows your stuff. I'm trained yeah. by the best. Well, yeah. so, so who trained you on, I'm serious, because you really are, you're good on camera. Well, um, you know, working with my husband, my husband is Owen Video, and he's, um, you know, he's a pretty big influencer in the YouTube and video marketing space. So we, uh, we make our living off of making video and teaching entrepreneurs how to be able to use video uh, to, you know, put out good content and make connections with their audience, get leads the whole bit. So we teach live stream, we teach uh, YouTube. And I have guests on many shows. Well, you know, I would like to reach out to you because we could we could use your uh, we could use your help. Your skill set, boom. Let's talk. That's for I'm sure. I'm serious. Like with the things like you know, Daniel and I are talking about doing the cooking show. 
you know, we have like other things that we're doing. We got this podcast. Uh, we want to do more things on YouTube. And every time we reach out and meet someone that tells us that they're going to give us the solution, they take us down a rabbit hole that the outcome is not, hasn't been good. There's so many of those, what we call fake gurus out there. Um, so I understand that. No, we've been, you know, we've been trained with the best, uh, some of the biggest YouTubers and, and how they've been able to succeed um, and using those strategies, uh, you know, we've, we've implemented into our programs and some of the things that we do with our clients. So happy to chat more for sure. Yeah, There's a lot of potential there. I know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Want to say goodbye, Barbara? Okay. You know, Daniel's got to go. We got the <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like what was even, I think one of the best things that you showed is how you have to always be your own best advocate for your health. And I feel like even though we might have had some disagreements, um, your advocacy for your, your self-health, your, your health for yourself shows and is a great example for many. Well, thank you, Barbara. All right, you guys. Hey, that's another uh, episode of the Stay Healthy Experience where we always sign off by saying and encouraging people to get healthy, be healthy, and as always, stay healthy. Stay healthy. Boom. Stay healthy. Bye, y'all. <laughs>